0: Hi, everybody. This is Jill with the Event Technique Annie Eventsburg, and we are talking with two really dynamic women who have uh, put together an organization that is just going to blow you away. This is really cool. So I'd like to introduce to you Heidi and Andrea, and they're going to tell you a little bit about what they've been doing. Have at it.
1: Uh, thanks so much for having us on, Jill. We are That's so fine. honored and just super grateful. So um, yeah, so I am the founder of Crown Free and we are um, a company that gives back to fight human trafficking. And we do that through fashion, which has really um, been an amazing journey journey for us for sure. And Andrea, I'll let you introduce yourself second. Okay.
2: <laughs> So hi, ladies, or hi, well, you're the ladies, but whoever's listening, hello to all of you. My name is Andrea Kruger, and I recently signed on with my good friend, Heidi Vanderwall to be a rep slash brand ambassador for this incredible line with an, incre- an even
0: more incredible mission. Uh. <laughs> so good, so good that's cool so tell us a little bit about what the mission is and then we'll kind of go back to the fashion part because that's always cool that's fun yeah for sure for sure so this
1: journey started oh goodness um probably about eight to ten years ago i would say um my my um, job experience, career experience, is in direct sales, so um, being representatives with with several direct selling companies and, and representing them, so jewelry, scrapbooking. Um, I'm an entrepreneur at heart, was born and raised in an entrepreneurial family. My dad never had a, you know, quote unquote, nine-to-five that was job. Energy. <laughs> yep, yep. So uh, that was definitely modeled to me from a very young age. And um, I kind of knew I wanted to go that route. Um, but for me, um, human trafficking, sex trafficking, it was something, you know, I think I was probably first exposed to it watching the movie Taken. I don't know if you guys have seen yes. that movie or not. Yes. Yeah. So I saw that movie years ago. And there were a couple of them out there. And so that was kind of my perception of what human trafficking was all about. And that it happened like in Asia, Europe, Mm -hmm. other countries. Um, I did not know that it was happening maybe a little bit here in the U.S., but to such a, um, that it was so prevalent and it was um, a really... A really awful thing that was happening right in our own communities I had no idea so about 10 years ago I'm just gonna guess because these years go by so fast um, I actually went and heard a speaker at a, a local church it was a women's group and um, she was talking about human trafficking in Grand Rapids Michigan that's where I, I'm from okay. and she brought a a survivor with her and they shared her story and I was horrified this woman was from Chicago. Um, she told her story, I mean, acid being poured down her throat um, and just how she was from a normal middle class family and how, how she was lured into this um, whole human trafficking ring. And um, I was just wrecked. And then to find out that in my community, that any one time there's around 2,400 girls for sale and 2400 I was absolutely oh my gosh just floored and so I think like that's where um kind of that seed was planted like okay I want to do something I have no idea what I can do but that's where I learned about it and that's where my eyes kind of were open to the fact that yes it is happening in our local malls in our local schools Um, and that's everywhere in the country, you know, not just in Michigan, not just my hometown. So, um, that, yeah, that's where that kind of started. At the time I was in a drug selling, um, position with Andrea and that's how we met. We both were representatives in the same company and we were both, um, just having the time of our lives. We were just loving it. Like we, um, yeah, it was an amazing experience. And so like that's where I learned the whole business of direct sales and learned about coaching and learned about, you know, parties and yeah. kind of the ins and outs of that industry. Well, during that time, I just had several people come up to me and just say, Heidi, I feel like you're gonna have a business of your own. And I'm like, Well, I already have a business of my own. <laughs> I had a very thriving business, you know, with with the company that we were with selling jewelry and I couldn't imagine doing anything else. Um, but like people from around the country, friends that didn't know each other kept saying things to me like that. And I was like, wow. Okay. So I, um, prayer is something that's very important to me. And so I just, you know, started praying about it I'm like, okay, whatever this is, Lord, you, you prepare me for whatever it is. Well then in January of 2014, I woke up with this idea to start this fashion company. Um, So I have always had a huge passion for all things pretty. And like, you can see my office, it's paint. I love color, I love love fashion, I love jewelry, I love all of that. And- um, Heidi would look cute in a garbage bag, by the way, (laughs) but she
2: doesn't wear garbage bags. She always was like, you know, the icon, the fashion icon of this company that we were with. And I mean, it was a lot of really fashionable women. But yeah. Heidi was just, you know, just the cut above. So, yeah.
0: It's a remarkably awesome office. You know, it's like, ugh, my office, we're, there's a reason we're not in my office right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's hilarious. When we, were, when we were building this house, like, some of the builders actually thought it was a nursery. I'm like, no, that's my office.
0: oh i think it's fabulous it's just thank you thank you
1: anyways so yes so fashion jewelry accessories that is something i have always it's just it's just been in me um so when i woke up with this idea to start this company with clothing i was like okay god is this this idea is this this business that you've been talking about for years and I just felt very strongly, yes. And so I immediately started walking that out. And um, I, at the at, when I first um, had this thought about this, you know, having a fashion company, mm-hmm. I did not know it was going to be connected to the cause of human trafficking. But I was literally driving about two miles from my house. I was literally driving down the road, and out of nowhere, I just had this screaming thought and it was just attach your business to a cause. And I immediately knew it was human trafficking. Like it was not even a
0: question. Wow, wow.
1: Yep, and so.
0: That's fascinating.
1: Yeah, it was very powerful. And so we started out with three t-shirts. And. um, (laughs) You gotta start somewhere. You (laughs) gotta start somewhere. I have
2: one of those three t-shirts. Of the original
0: three t-shirts, that's amazing.
2: And it's still like in really good condition like the the quality is really really amazing
1: oh
0: yeah andrea has yep
1: andrea has supported us from day one like she was buying stuff off me at
2: Side on yep. a, on an incentive trip <laughs> with the other company heidi comes out like with her like you know few things and I mean, all of us, all the girls, we're shoppers, you know. We're fashionistas, so we're like swarming around her like flies. Like, I'll take one of these and give me one of those. Oh, and I'm like, what wonderful. size?
0: Oh, good. What size
2: should I get in that? And so, yeah, I have some
1: vintage Crown free purchases. Yeah, oh,
0: that's super cool.
1: It was <laughs> hilarious. Like, it was it was a frenzy poolside in Palm Springs, like. And other people who were there not on this incentive trip were like,
0: what is going on? What's over
1: happening over there? there?
0: Oh my gosh. Was this on an incentive trip for the other company? It yes. Was. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'll bet they were thrilled to pieces. That that
1: <laughs> It was hilarious. <laughs> you. It was, oh, it was funny. It was oh amazing. That was that was a really good confirmation that we were onto something for sure. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. so, so so how did, Andrea, how did you get involved in all of this? Was it, what made you decide that you were going to make this leap from one company to another company and start on a new venture?
2: Right. Great question. So um, what, four years ago, the other company that we had been with closed okay. and um, I was in a position where I needed to make some immediate Significant income for my family. And so as much as I loved that the direct sales business it, you know, it, it wasn't going to be a viable option for me to, to pursue solely that. So I reentered the corporate workspace where I operated and worked for the last almost four years until just a few weeks ago, I was laid off from my job. Okay. and um the interesting thing is though weeks before that i was feeling a stirring in my heart in my spirit i'm like okay god like something is about to happen like i just knew that something was something big was brewing and um then i got the phone call that i was laid off from my job and you know like anyone would be whenever you lose your primary income yeah i was in shock and i was oh my goodness like what am i going to do and um But then very quickly after, those feelings um, shifted to peace and joy. And I had really missed being an entrepreneur. Like Heidi says, I was raised in an entrepreneur family as well, uh, entrepreneurial family. And I was like, thank God, I am free again. And I can do whatever I want with the rest of my life. Like, what a very amazing opportunity. And so I quickly reached out to Heidi. Well, I should back up and say that, um the week after I was laid off, I went on vacation. And um a week before I was laid off, I was like thinking, hmm, I need some cute sleeveless graphic tees to take on vacation. And so I thought of Heidi and Crown Free. And so I bought this Hello Beautiful shirt. And um before i was laid off just as a customer a supporter of the product no um, kidding oh my yeah goodness. so i bought this shirt before i was laid off and then i was laid off and i said to myself i need to talk to heidi i just couldn't get her and Cromfrey off my mind. And it's interesting because I had said that I would never, ever (laughs) do another direct sales network marketing (laughs) business. Like I had been so crushed and so devastated when the other company closed that I'm like, I am not going to do that again. Um, And so Heidi and I talked and Heidi prayed over me and like, I just started to sob, like, and I just let go of all of that. And I'm like, you know what, this is where I'm meant to be right now. And, um, and so, you know, that's how amazing.
0: I Yeah, it is I, I, it really clicks, And all of a sudden, yeah, just,
2: I was led wow. back. I mean, it wasn't going to just be any product. It wasn't going to be um, led by just any old person. Um, it was really Heidi and her love of God and her love of uh, other, you know, saving and rescuing other women and her love of fashion and the product. I'm not going to lie. Um, that really was like a Three punch clothes there. I was like, all right, like I'm in, I'm good. And, um, so I just signed up recently and it's been so much fun sharing this product with friends and family. I've, um, sold almost $2,000 without having done a party or anything yet. So the cool thing is in this day and age, you know, you don't have, yes, we can do pop-up shops. We can do parties, but the cool thing, um, especially in a pandemic uh, with social media, you know, you can just share some pictures, some links on social or text them to friends and family and say like, hey, check out this product. And of course sharing that uh, over 50% of the products, I don't, I don't know if you mentioned this yet, Heidi, over 50% of the products are made by women who um, are, are in recovery wow. from trafficking. And um, yes. Yeah, so And, um, 15% of the proceeds goes towards programs to rehabilitate and, you know, rescue women from trafficking. So, um, it's, it, so I believe that a lot of my friends and family have stepped up to support me because the products are really cute, really cool, and really amazing. But Mm -hmm. also once they heard about the mission, it's kind of like a no brainer, you know, you're like shopping for a cause and, um, and a lot of people have told me that they've been purchasing gifts. So even if these items don't speak to you for whatever reason, you know, most people can think of someone who uh, who they want to purchase something for. So it's been a real blessing and a joy just the past couple weeks. And so I am I'm excited to see where it leads. And um, certainly I'm open to talking to anyone that might be interested in learning more about the organization yeah.
1: Um,
0: Where where can they find information about you?
2: Okay, where can you find information? So um, the company is called Crown Free. Um, However, if you go to my personal site, I'd be grateful. And that site is uh, mycrownfree.com backslash Andrea. So that's M-Y-C-R-O-W-N-E-D-F-R-E-E.com backslash Andrea. And there you can read about Heidi, you can read about the mission and the purpose of the company. Of course, you can see the products. You can find out about hosting a pop-up shop. You can learn about signing on to be a rep. You also can learn and Heidi, I'll pass it back to you. So the you support organizations through through know the proceeds. So why don't you I'll pass it back to you to talk more about that.
0: That was my next question is once people um they buy the product and they know that 15% goes to this, what is this?
1: Yep, great question. So the two ways that we um have felt really called to to give back and to be part of the solution is one by financially supporting organizations who are who are doing the rescuing, the rehabilitation. um, And so if you go on our website under our where to give tab um, you can actually see some of the organizations that we we financially um not sponsor but give to every month So every month we you know perfectly consider who we're going to give to um and then if you if you know of somebody if you know of an organization that you think we would be maybe be a good fit for to financially give to and you would like us to consider them there's actually a form that you can fill out and submit okay. to us. Because that's a lot of times how we learn about different organizations is through our, our customers. And um, you know, one of the biggest needs that these organizations have is financial. It's very expensive to do what they do. It's very expensive to do the rehabilitation, to do the rescuing, to do mm-hmm. all of the support. Um, just the therapy alone that um, is involved in rehabilitating um, survivors. Know. It is um, it's it's very costly, and so we feel called to be um, you know part of that solution of you know financially supporting these organizations. And then um, the other way that we give back is through sustainable jobs. So that is a very key piece to um, to ending this cycle um, is providing income to families around the world. So you know one job can keep a whole family. It can keep a community, um, you know, out of that whole cycle, um, because one job can support a lot of, a lot of people. Um, you know, we can't really quite fathom that here in the U S, but it is, uh, it's very true. And so, um, that's a very important piece. And so we work with organizations, um, around the world manufacturing, um, organizations that are, all of our products are ethically made, but, um, you know, over half of our products are actually made by survivors. So like in Cambodia, um, these earrings are made in Nepal by survivors. Um, we have products made in Vietnam by at-risk women. Um, a lot of jewelry we have made by at-risk women, um, Mm -hmm. in remote villages in Vietnam, which is super cool. Um, so I think, that's just a really amazing piece of what we're able to do is this, you know, sustainable income. Um, And then the other thing that I think we weren't really anticipating was just the awareness factor that comes because, you know, human trafficking is a very difficult conversation to have. And it's like, how do you start talking about that just in your everyday, you know, life? Well, you know, Andrea could be wearing that, that tank, uh, she's at the grocery store and somebody will say, Oh my gosh, I love your tank and um, you know, that's then a conversation starts. Yeah,
0: conversation starts.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So it's very powerful. It's a very fashion is a really amazing bridge we have found to have difficult conversations about a really hard topic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I think um, by reaching people in that manner it also um drives home what you're doing, mm-hmm. if there's a lack of a better phrase. Because I think it's difficult occasionally to explain to someone who doesn't understand what human trafficking is all about. And they think, well, it's not happening in the United States. The truth is you could be sitting next to somebody on an airplane who's involved in human trafficking and going someplace. And it's Uh frightening to think about. Right. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, I think
1: you're so right on, um, I think the biggest piece just starts with the awareness, because that is empowering. And if you see something that looks suspicious, you know, once you're, once you've learned about it, it's like, hmm, that does not seem right. For instance, um, now I've had several um, experiences where we've seen trafficking, Um, one is probably five miles from my house, we mm-hmm. were doing a photo shoot, and the photographer said, yeah, really strange. Um, one of the, um, she was in kind of like a strip mall type of place, okay. truck stop, and she's like, you yeah. haven't seen a lot of um, like Asian women. Um, they stay there overnight. Um, it's a physical therapy office that's open like from 7 a.m. till midnight, um, they blacked out all the windows, um, these women aren't allowed to talk, fancy cars come and go, and it's all men that are coming and going, and, um, so she ended up calling 911, Mm -hmm. and that got broken up, but that was a whole trafficking ring, like, I mean, if, if you start looking around, you'll see, you'll, you know, different massage parlors, possibly in Grand Rapids, there's tons of massage parlors. I had no idea, um, you know, so I think that is a really big piece of it is the awareness to start keeping your eyes open for for those types of things and then making a call.
0: Is there anywhere on your website that people could go and find information such as what you were just talking about, things to look at? Um, yes. Realistically, I wouldn't have really thought about it, to be honest. And I'm not, I guarantee you, I'm not alone.
1: No, you're not, you're not alone. Um, Yes, we have a lot of information on our website. And then also, um, there are some, there's amazing information just on the, on the internet. Um, The Blue Campaign, um, that is uh, a really amazing Um, campaign with our government, you know, that talks about, talks about human trafficking. Um, We have different, let's see, I'm trying to see if I have a brochure handy here of, um, yeah, the human trafficking hotline number. Um, If you do see something, I'm just going to give that to you because we've actually had, um, I know one story in particular, a woman at one of our pop-up shops, she was like, oh my gosh, I think my daughter is being trafficked. And she ran out of the party with our brochure in hand and um, found out that, yeah, her, her daughter was um, online through a guy she had met in Texas. Oh, wow. um, so this hotline number is one eight 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 three seven three seven eight eight eight. 373 7888 Yeah. And in the U S they, it's really hard to, the numbers it's hard to you know kind of estimate but they estimate that over a hundred thousand um young men and women are being trafficked
0: okay just um, yeah you just mentioned something that was interesting you mentioned young men which <laughs> wouldn't have been the first thought in a lot of people's minds and it certainly wasn't in mine so does your organization help them as well
1: yeah so there is an organization that we have helped um i'm trying to remember i believe it's in thailand um Urban, I believe it's called Urban Lights. Um, So there are not many. When we found them, we were so excited because there are not many organizations that are specifically focused on um, on helping men, young men, and boys. So there is another organization we learned about in Atlanta as well. So um, yeah, but it is it's a rare it's it's rare to find organizations that are specifically solely focused on on men but there there are a few out there.
0: Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's I never I never would have guessed that. Yes. I really wouldn't Unfortunately. have Unfortunately, the other way around but um so this also this is for um anybody that's really from young children on up to adults, correct? Yeah, but,
1: yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. The, it doesn't discriminate um the average age is um, around 13, 11 to 13. Wow. That's, that's average. Um, and there's a lot of things that go, that go with that. But many times they're much younger. Yeah. Um, they're more valuable, the younger they are.
0: Yeah. Um, if you, is there anything, has there been any decrease that you know of because of COVID with the borders being closed and things like that? Or is it still just as rampant as it was before? It's just coming from different sources.
1: I've actually heard it's increased. um, Oh my! Because more people are home and online. Yeah. Um, and have more time on their hands, so they're not able to be out and about. So more things are happening online.
0: Oh my! That's what I have
1: heard. Um, Okay. So yeah, this has not been um, this. Yeah, has not been helpful.
0: And- yeah, this has actually been a, a really rough time um, across the board for people, you know, domestic uh, domestic violence uh, mm-hmm. victims and child abuse and suicides and all those other things. And this is one more thing that's added to it that just makes it worse. Um, so tell me a little bit about where you see all this going, because this is really amazing. I mean, what you what you have managed to start and get going, uh, awareness alone is pretty cool. If Andrea. Yeah. Posted that day, I I never would have seen it and thought, hey, we need to talk. You know, so where do you see it going from here? Yeah, so um, we're we're
1: so excited because we um, <laughs> just before COVID, um, we had launched our wholesale retail partner campaign, um, where now representatives can basically um, represent a store. So. We now have so many ways for people to get involved um, to support what we're doing, where they can find us. Um, You know, for Andrea, for our representatives, they now can, let's say there's a local store, or not even local, if you know of a, a store across the country. Um, if you reach out to them and they, um, carry our products, then, um, our representatives then can earn sales commission off from everything that that store purchases through our representatives. So now our representatives can sell at, you know, events at pop-up shops, online, social media, and now through retail partnerships. Wow.
0: That is a cool concept. It's yeah, very personal,
1: cool. And I, yeah. and with the company
2: that, that we had been with before, that wasn't an option. So this is a brand new opportunity for me. I'm used to selling directly to individuals. Um, I haven't yet reached out to any businesses, but I've got a few in mind and I know I need to get on that. Right. Heidi. But um, <laughs> I think It's, it's a whole new, like, you know, way of, um, of sharing the product, you know, and um, as stores are opening back up again and people are doing uh, more in-person retail therapy um, and seeing things um, in person, I think that there's gonna be a lot of great opportunities that oh, um,
0: I I could see when events spool back up again, I could could easily see all sorts of, any place that has a vendor uh, area, in an event, a luncheon or anything like that, I could see that just being hugely successful. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Which, which is awesome, so. All right, so where can people find you to find out more information about getting involved and being a rep if they're not in uh, Andrea's area? So Well actually,
2: I- even if they are, even if they're not in my area, they can certainly yeah. still come through for me. So it would be the awesome. same site that we shared before. Um, I can support uh, and educate and and help uh, folks get up and running regardless of where they are in the United States. So that's mycrownfree.com
1: backslash Andrea. Andrea. And you don't need to know a thing about human trafficking to be representative with us. We have tons of training and tools and resources available. Um, So if you've, if you know nothing about it, that's, totally okay. We will, we will help you in that.
0: Oh, I think, I think this is remarkable. So how long now has this been going on?
1: Yeah. So we have, so 2015, January of 2015 was when we officially became um, a company. Um, We took about a year to get started. Um, We did not switch to a direct sales model until 2017. So, Yep, because I was still representing representing the company I was with, um, same time with Andrea, until they closed. And the next day, we actually, when, uh, when they closed the next day, we started switching our business model over to direct sales. Um, so because right from the beginning, I had questions like, are you going to be a direct sales company? I want to get involved. How can I help? And that's what's so cool is now we have, Like every way you can think of to be part of the solution, you can be part of it. You can be a customer, you can purchase our products, you could be a hostess, you know, and help others learn more about, you know, being part of the solution and what human trafficking is. Um, You can be a representative, you can, um, you know, sell our products through your stores. So it just allows for so many people to be able to be part of that solution. You don't have to be the one out doing rescuing. Right, right. You You can just simply purchase a product. And that is, there's so much power in that. I think we have found even through COVID, like in May, we had our best month ever. And- Oh
0: my gosh, congratulations. That is awesome.
1: Which is amazing. And it is- This shirt was part of that. (laughs) That's right, that's right. And it just goes to show you people like, um, especially now I think are more aware than ever that their dollars, their purchasing power is powerful. Yes. so, I think that is, is one of the reasons why um, we, you know, had su- such a successful May. So. Oh my
0: gosh, that's fantastic. And it's such a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. So yeah. tell me again, um, if someone wants to actually uh, get in touch with you, is there a phone number they can call? Um, yes,
1: we do have a phone number. I have to look up what it is, but you know, <laughs> probably the easiest thing would be is to just like if you want to actually reach out to us as a company, um, there is a contact us form on the on, website.
0: Okay I wanted to make yep. sure to send people.
1: And you can find us on Instagram. It's crown free one word. Um, and you can message us there. You can find us on Facebook. Um, we're, we're on there as well.
0: So, oh awesome. And then ah. Heidi,
1: did you did you want to mention about the big fashion show event that you do? Yes, I was thinking showing. about that. I was like, how do I? I gotta talk about that because, um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we do um, have a really big fashion show every year um, in Grand Rapids. Mm-hmm. Um, our goal is someday to take that on the road, um, but we are um, we had to move it because of COVID,
0: yeah. um,
1: and it's rescheduled to November 18 and um at that fashion show we have rebecca bender she is a survivor Um, she's an author she's amazing we are so thrilled and so honored to have her come and be our guest uh, speaker at our event she's from um the washington area Mm -hmm. and um so she's gonna be coming in sharing her story and um we also then do a fashion show and um, we talk about, you know, the impact that Crumfrey is, is making. And so it's a lot of fun. It's a very empowering night. Wow. Um, we typically, wow.
0: This um, is just too cool. I'm I'm absolutely blown away. This is really neat.
2: Jill, if you want a road trip, we can go November 18th.
0: <laughs> That's so I'm all about it. it. I think that'd be cool. I'm that'd serious. Cool. What was the date again? It was November 18th? Yep. It's a Wednesday night. Okay. I'm going to actually... Um, I ask you to put it on Eventsburg, it is free. Um, and uh, uh, go in and just create the account and put it up there and we'll send it out and see if we can't get some more folks to uh, to get involved. I think what you're doing is awesome and not enough people know about the uh, the issue of human trafficking and it needs to be addressed in and amongst everything else. It's really hard to get people to focus on you know, some things that are really unpleasant to talk about. So I commend you both for getting out there and really trying to raise awareness and getting people involved with this. So super, super cool what you're doing.
1: Well, thank you. Thank you for helping us get the word out there. We are so grateful.
0: Yeah. So um, at this point, I'm going to go ahead and and, uh, let's wrap it up. So if there's anything else that you want to say, I'm just so grateful that you uh, were here today. And uh, we'll try and help you and and see what we can do to get the word out. Okay? Thank Thank you you so much for having us. Thank you so much thank uh, you. for everybody else, of course, uh, have a great day, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.
2: Bye.